listening to the Derek Sante Podcast, the show that brings you insightful conversations about everyday topics. We just aim to keep the discussion above the average. Our guests are the ones bringing the social proof to the conversation. Let's get into it. I'm your host, Derek Sante, and today I'm excited about this episode because my sister slash friend um, is a special individual uh, in every sense of the word, and anyone who knows her uh, also knows that they're privileged and blessed to have her, you know, in their life. I love her, uh, respect her for so many things, but more importantly, it's, it's her courage and her ability to just live, let life come to her. You know, she's always humble in, in so many ways, but allows the wind to kind of take her where it may, and, and her spirit is extremely contagious. Her sense of self-awareness is what is extremely beautiful, and it exudes on a daily basis. I've asked my sister to join me in this conversation about, you know, relationships and just her outlook on life. So without further ado, please help me welcome my sister, Amina Yassin. Welcome. All right, thank you. That was a, a, like a, a tall order, you know, like a lot to live up to. <laughs> uh, listen, listen, you better take it. <laughs> I mean, I will accept it humbly. I will humbly accept that. <laughs> And I really deeply appreciate that. And, you know, like our love is very much reciprocal and it has been over the many, many, many years that we've known each other. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for making this happen. First of all, Um, you know, it's been a minute trying to get you to to do this, but uh, I finally got you here and I'm excited. I'm really excited. Really? Like, I, I, I am too, actually, like, you know, for two reasons. One is like, I'm super nervous. I don't necessarily enjoy like public speaking, nor do I enjoy my voice like that. So right. I'm like, yo, this is what a, what a great opportunity. <laughs> and what a mess that you've gotten yourself into. So good luck with that. <laughs> so but it's I, great to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I think it'll be a great one. I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. I usually open with a quote um, for each guest that I have. And the quote that I have for you, I'm going to read it. It's by Johnny Cash. And I want to get your opinion on it as soon as I read it. Don't overthink it. Uh, Just tell me what initially comes to mind, right? All right. It reads, all your life, you will be faced with a choice. You can choose to love or hate. I choose to love. Mm. Mm. That's big. But I, you know, like, I think that, like, first, I love that quote. And I appreciate that quote. Um. And I think that that's like, I, I hope that's how I live my life. You know, it's, a, it's like love is a decision, just like hate is a decision. I think that one of them takes courage and um, intentionality. And the other one is a little bit easier, yeah. right? To be like, I hate this, I don't want it. It's like, a little, it's not as rigorous. Yeah. So I appreciate that. That's awesome. big, 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 big. <clears throat> so I wanted to have this conversation with you, um, you know, because I am, I'm literally intrigued by just the way you carry yourself, right? The, the way you look at life, your approach, and how simple you try and keep it on a regular basis. Mm. I'm curious about the way, you know, you impact everyone around you and what is the price that you pay, if any, right? Right. Uh, for giving so much of your joy away. I don't know if I give it away. I think that, like I said, you know, Thing, like relationships and friendships and whatever else is like a reciprocal space. And I think 
even even when um, it doesn't feel like that, even when it feels one-sided and you're losing, there's always a lesson. There's always something to take care, like to take away from. Right. So, and I think that especially over the last like you know uh, two years, um, especially since the pandemic, I've learned a lot about um, grace and uh, forgiveness and sort of allowing people the opportunity to come to where you are, to meet you where you are or not and be okay with either decision. Right. You know, yes, I'm going to move forward with this relationship or no, I won't. That's a, that's, that's good. That's fine. Right. Yeah. Um, or I need to step back or I like, you know, it's, it was, um, <clears throat> it was a humbling two years to say the least. Mm-hmm. It was a giant learning curve, uh, especially for those of us, uh, who are extroverts and, um, you know, desire, uh, companionship and friendship and, right. and we get a lot from that. Right. So this was a, it was a lot. And because of that, I'm always like, mm, like grace, like somebody actually challenged me to remember that, you know, like, cause I, I get frustrated at the beginning. Right. I'm like, what the hell, man? Yeah. So and so we've been friends for like 15 years. All of a sudden this person's pulling back. Like, why are you acting like, but it was like, no, I mean, like grace, because not everybody is, at the same place at the same time all the time. Right. How how has it been for you with, with not being able to just socialize and, you know, uh, interact with people like you normally would? Like, how, how was that on your mental health? Um, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I didn't feel it the same way a lot of other people did. I just reorganized mm. the way I socialized. Got it. So I remember at the, at the beginning phases when like, you know, everything locked down and everybody was super afraid and blah, 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 I started walking and I started walking to work and everyone was like, why are you in an empty office in a building in the middle of the, by yourself? I'm like, because I need to feel some routine. I need to feel some control. Mm. And although nobody's expecting me to be here um, or like, you know, making me do this, there are aspects of life that need to move on. Wow. So at the time, um, I was at a nonprofit and part of the work that we were doing was really focused around, um, active transportation and encouraging active transportation and sort of, you know, we didn't have buses and like all these things really like we weren't, we didn't have transportation the way we do now and the things that we take for granted now. Right. But what we did have was, um, this bike hub that we were kind of like, you know, uh, supporting. So, everybody was kind of afraid and nobody wanted to go into this thing. So we had a couple of people who, because transportation was exempt from the lockdown sort of rules or whatever. And they just needed somebody to be present in the space to oversee and make sure that the cleaning was happening. And that like, you know, that kind of routine work and that like, you know, we're adhering to safety protocols, but folks, especially the people that um, we work with needed this. They needed access to like bikes. They needed people to fix their bikes. Their kids needed time outdoors. Like we needed some aspect of our lives to be normal. Right. So that's what gave me space. So like that walk was great. I started listening to a lot more podcasts that I enjoyed. I usually like like a nice. messy podcast or serial killer shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like <laughs> like messy relationship stuff, you know? Like I wanna hear all the details of, of your successes and failings, you know? Like that. <laughs> I need some inspiration. <laughs> How to mess shit up, like just to mess it up. <laughs> this is the best thing I ever heard. I was like, oh, like I 
I'm not cool, right? Like everything that like all the cool kids do, I come in like at least five years late. Like I'm never an early adapter. Like none of that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, like I need something to listen to like in this one hour and like change. Like it was like one hour and 15 minutes or something like that. Yeah. So I'm going to do this. And it was great because it also allowed um, my my peers and my friends to connect with me in a way that A, was safe, that felt mm. safe for them, but still um, had, like, they actually had more time that was individual one-on-one time. So right. now we were, like, either walking together, we, so we started walking, like, we started doing these walks and really, like, sort of enjoying outdoors more. Right. Um, so it just, like I said, you know, it, I never... I always joke around that, like, for me, the pandemic gave me an opportunity to evolve in a different way, but Uh, never away from people. Like my, the people that love me and that are with me have always, are always with me. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that one hour, like, yes, after the, like, I listened to messy podcast, but I also like talked to my mom for an hour, right? Like she'd be in my ears and I'm talking, she's like, and for my mom, my mom believes that. I will get kidnapped. Like that is like there are just dangers lurking around the corner. I shit you not. Like that is her. <laughs> so she'll call me and I'm like, mom, it's 9 a.m. The sun is bright. Like no one is on the street. She's like, exactly. Because no one's on the street and no one's going to know. When you get kidnapped. <laughs> and you know my mom. Like, yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, well, okay then. So it gave us really like even our, my personal relationships, as you know, like, you know, I'm really close to my family. Yeah, and yeah. so my mom and my brother, my brother like is an avid walker. He walks maybe three to four hours a day, like every day. Yes. He's an insane person. <laughs> and like, so it gives us chance to like talk and debate. And so it was, I never felt removed. I never felt away. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, like the only times that I thought, like, you know, sort of kind of feel like, oh, you're removed in a way is in private time. Right. So you'd come home and like, you know, my son would be like, I don't know what's going on. And like, you should not be outside. I'm like, but we're walking. We're not like hugging people. We're just, is this you and I? Right. Like you need to get out and like sort of supporting him. That was the uh, more challenging journey, I think, than myself. Wow. And because I don't really like to sit in feelings because I feel like, you know, I have like these crazy dark corners in my brain. Mm-hmm. I tend to like <laughs> look outward and like try to fix stuff outward. So like I started really focusing in on him and like sort of, you know, expanding our relationship uh, now that we had so much time together. That's awesome. So it, was a, it really was an opportunity for growth. Like you grew. A hundred percent. Yeah. In a different way. That's awesome. For sure. So those 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 dark corners in the brain now. Ugh. <laughs> How scary are they? Like, I'm just curious. I mean, they're not not scary. Like I, they're gossip esque. You know what I mean? Okay. Like okay. from the show, they just feel like. But no, um, you know, like any adult that has lived a life, and you know, I've lived. I think been blessed enough and privileged enough to have lived many lives, like in on many continents, and mm-hmm. so. Like there is time when you have a lot of alone time, then you have to get into yourself and become sort of, you know, like self-reflective and right. all like, and that is okay. If there's not a lot of, like, if you're, if you're on a journey to healing and all this other stuff, but when you're like, have never really dealt with those things, they kind of like, now that you have so much time along with them, they're like, Hey, we've been waiting. So right. let's do this. Right, right, right. 
<laughs> and you're like, no, no I'm not ready. <laughs> no, not, not, not going to get it. <laughs> nope, no, thank you. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Um, but yeah, like, like you know, I, I, I shouldn't say I don't have like a lot of like darkness. I, as you know, like I tend to lean into joy more yeah. and because I think that we all, like I, we've all lived a life. We've all experienced a lot of things, hardship, yeah. triumph, like all the things. Yeah. So um, there are people who really like were devastated to have that time alone and not have all of the, like all of the noise. Once the noise was removed, mm-hmm. because they like for many of us, like we don't really deal with them, right? Like so, we what we do is we make it busy. Yeah, yeah, we don't wallow in, so, in the noise. Yeah, and right. Yeah. So like my relationship, like my just as a you know general in general, like my personal relationship isn't working. So. Now I like actually like before I used to go to the gym and go play basketball or whatever. Now I'm like sitting here with this person. So like, we're going to have to address some of our collective. So we got to talk now. Yeah. Yeah. We got to talk yeah. now. <laughs> and you know, like I, like, honestly, my heart would always go out and the people that I would check in on the most were like my, my sort of married or coupled up friends. Mm-hmm. Because I think that like, you're like, my single friends, yeah, they like, you know, they experience whatever in a different way. And like loneliness is, whew, loneliness is loneliness. <laughs> so, um, like I said, as a person who enjoys sort of uh, living outside of herself and who has been, like, who's been blessed enough to have the capacity to reach out to people and, yeah. and really connect and be there with them. And through that journey, also learn and heal myself. I just, I just would make phone calls. Like, you know, we'd have a lot more FaceTime, which I hate, but um, <laughs> it's the worst. The, why they invent FaceTime, I will not understand. Like, literally the worst. <laughs> so, wait, wait what, what don't you like about it, though? Oh, I hate everything about it. I, like, I don't like the fact that, like, and this sounds terrible, but, like, folks feel, like, the freedom to, like, bring me into their living room on the, on the bus. Like, I'll be on the bus. I'm on the bus. Like, I yeah. don't need to know, like, your grocery list on yeah. FaceTime. Like, yeah. just, that's a text. That's a text. Right. Or, like, the drama of your life. Unless it's messy drama, I don't care. <laughs> if it's, it's messy drama, the- like, let's all... <laughs> like, I want to know who cheated on who and, like, who's right. the divorce. Like, right. those things I want to know. <laughs> I don't care about, like, you know, your mom owing somebody some money. Like, that's dumb. Like, yeah. that, that's private. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> The cheating is not private, but your mom's info, yeah, that's private. Like, you know, I, like, I want to know, like, you know, like, what did this person do to you that I deserve that? <laughs> I like your mom owes money, that's why. Like, go on. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, you're too much yeah. sometimes. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. <clears throat> What's your, what's your background? Let the people know where you're from. Um, I want to get your, your thoughts on like, what, like, where do you stand when it comes to traditions? Well, I am uh, like my family and myself were Somali mm-hmm. or East African actually, because um, like, you know, I'm 50, 50, like my family's, I don't even know, like we're like most of the horn. Right. And um, so like, you know, I have like part of my family is Somali. A majority of my family is Ethiopian. Eritrean or Romo, like so, I'm a, like a mix mix mash. But if somebody asks me, like, to, well, how do I identify? I identify as Somali. Yeah, and that's my language. That's where I was born. So, like, that's the people that I rep for. Nice. What's one thing that 
people generally don't know about Somalians, like a cultural, you know, staple that people don't normally know? Oof. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like as a, as a people, like, there is not that many of us in the city, in the GTA, actually. Mm. Maybe, like, nobody really knows the actual number. Like, I got to look that up so, so many times. Yeah. It ranges anywhere between 30 and 110,000. And I'm like, that's not a range. That's a, like a clerical error, right? You know, it's a weird, it's a giant range. Somebody made a mistake. <laughs> yeah, like what is thirty to one hundred and like ten thousand? Like what? Yeah. But like on average, but what we are is um, a people that sort of you know come, adapt, and then uh, good or bad um, replicate. Right. So like I don't like I don't know if there's any sort of um, secrets of the culture mm-hmm. honestly but I think that what I'm b- very proud of is like again in the good or the bad way that we've come to this country with like you know from just legitimately just war right like war breaks out people just grab like the neighbor's kids and like people are just running right so like I'm most proud of the resiliency I'm most proud of like sort of you know our, our capacity to adapt mm. um, in a foreign land that already had a pristine and sort of like thought out way of what it meant to be black in this city. So when we came in, we came in with our culture and our weird ass language or whatever, right? Like we came in with what we came in with. Mm -hmm. And then because there was no other form, like our identity just was not like, we couldn't go back home and we didn't know sort of where, how to like role model ourselves. And I, you know, we adopted a lot of like the sort of what was already put here for us, right? Like right. this is what it means to be black. What it means to be black is to be Caribbean within like, a, especially within the Toronto context, mm-hmm. particularly Jamaican. And then that's the community that would that look like as we get racialized the same. Right. But what's, what's cool is like, you know, 30 years later and three generations and now or two generations or whatever, like we see that like a lot of the language is showing up in, in mainstream sort of um, uh, like, uh, you know, like blogs and like just mainstream language or like, you know, like we're here. Yeah. So like you'll watch a YouTube channel and like you'll see young people that are like of either mixed race or like whatever, mixed culture. Yeah. And who just like, you know, like the word Wallahi is the most mainstream thing I've ever seen. Like, right, you know, like, right, right. <laughs> and and, and just like say Wallahi is a very particularly Somali brand of, of communication. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was like I said, you know, like I know that there are all kinds of other challenges and I don't want people to like hear me and be like, oh, I don't want the gang issues and this. And like, I, like, we know that, like nobody's not like, not like aware, Right. but there's also a lot of cool stuff. Like we came in and when we didn't even have sort of a, like a, like a culture to, to, we didn't come with a culture we lose it. We're losing language, right? Like, right. The Somali language is in a place where it's getting lost. And with losing language, you lose a lot of the culture. It's just kind of sad in, in many ways, actually. So, Wow. What are, what are your thoughts when it comes to just traditions in general? Like, are you for them? Uh, do you think they, they keep, you know, a group back? Or in some ways, do they, you know, propel the group forward? Just traditions? Um, hmm, that's, wow, that's a big question <laughs> um, I don't know like again like for me part of the tradition and part of the culture right because like 
my family, like I grew up with my mom's side of the family, and my my mom's side of the family is very much uh, like a mix, right? Like they are culturally Somali and Ethiopian. So like for us, there was a lot of things that like, to me, it was like a mixed culture, mm. right? And then we come here and then, I mean, there are parts of the culture, like I can speak for me, that I really enjoy. Like I like weddings. I like the, you know, I like the dances. I, I enjoy like the the way the culture communicates, for example. And like this, like, you know, we are a very oral community. We trust each other. And so, like, those things I appreciate, like, that network of, like, support and communication. But there are parts of the culture that I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't really know if I love, right? Like, the segregation of men and women, for example, and that's rooted in our religious culture, right? Um, which is an Arab culture that we just sort of adopted and, like, held on to for dear life. Right that we never really practiced back home. That was not part of the Somali culture necessarily, right? Like maybe in the sort of rural communities more, but um, not here, like not in like metropolitan areas. Interesting. And that's the part of the culture that I actually deeply miss. It's this um, pride in like, like existence in, you know, coming in, we're, we're a young nation. We had our colonizers were living among us for like till the 60s. Right? Wow. Forever. Yeah. So, you know, as the United States is experiencing the civil rights movement, we were like, you know, sort of coming into our nationhood, so to speak. Right. So there are parts of the culture that existed then that I, um, that I didn't get to experience as deeply as I would have loved as, but are like, to see it through pictures and, and, and things like that. And then I'm like, where has that part of the culture gone? It's quite like the, the gender segregation is real out here. So I'm like, I don't even know how young people meet, to be honest. Wow. You know, um, somehow we do it. And, <laughs> and, that, and, and again, I speak with them. Some, people will find each other. You know what I mean? Right. Shout out to the internet and DMs. So. <laughs> Shout out to the DMs. All of a sudden, <laughs> DLC's creep is like a popular thing right now. <laughs> Listen, young people be doing young people things. And right. like, that's why I like admire their resiliency. I admire like so much of their capacity to like just be like, we are facing yeah. like some real life shit. But you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and slide into DMs right now. Like that's what I have left. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Now, is there is there something that you're like completely over and done with? I want nothing to do with this thing anymore. It's it's pointless. There's no point in anybody else doing it. Is there anything like that that you've come across that you're like, you know, what's the point in doing this? Within Somali culture? No, no, no. Just in general. Just in oh, general. Oh, in general. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, in general, I think that like I'll I'll give you an example actually of something that I thought was like mm, this is so weird. So yesterday, somebody sent me a tweet, like it's a screenshot, and so I was going around, and as you know, like the LCBO announced that, or the city announced that, like we were, we we're going to have rapid tests right. at the LCBO for COVID. So somebody sent me this, this tweet that said, you know, Canada is the only country that you can't, what is it, like a, a, a teacher can get fired for wearing a hijab or a headscarf, but you can get a, a rapid tests at the LCBO or something like that. And I was like, you're conflating two very different arguments, A. 
it's not Canada. Like there is a bill in uh, in Quebec, yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> so you know, I, like those things make me mad. I understand like why people do it. Like I understand the desire and the drive to want to have like big conversations and and uh, like you know be popular and get retweeted. So mm-hmm. that that shit makes me mad because what, what you forget is the the brilliance in like or not not only brilliant but like the but it's it's causing a lot of harm too, though. I mean, on the flip side, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And uh, you know, like, so people are so, like, people get agitated, right? Like, everyone has an opinion. Like, yeah. we are all like, you know, Twitter gangsters. Yeah, so, like, yeah. we're out here. And you know, I like, I saw this, and then I had like the most visceral lea- reaction, right? Like, my friends are just like. They wanted a conversation. They didn't want like Amina energy at like nine thirty <laughs> in the morning. Like no one just <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, now that I've had my coffee, right? Like put my mud down here, you're gonna get these Twitter fingers. And right. I realize I'm like, oh shit, I'm doing the exact same thing that I'm reading again. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my bad. Well, then it's like, oh, tell me exactly how you feel. And like, you know, and I like, I'm blessed because I have like really like intelligent friends who like intelligent discourse. Like we have very varying and um, outlooks on life sometimes. And it's like in relationships and like a lot of things. And it's always like, I'm always grateful that they're willing to challenge me because sometimes it, it can be hard, you know, like as you can see, I can speak really fast and, <laughs> you know, say a lot. Yeah, yeah, I have, yeah. I have, I'm passionate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. That's, that's, it's funny because a lot of people do jump on and respond right away to these things without completely reading it and, or interpreting it properly because sometimes a lot of those things don't warrant a response. Right. They don't, but it's debate, right? You get caught right. in debate and then all of a sudden you're contributing to this viral thing that's going on and it doesn't actually help anything. It actually makes things worse. Absolutely. Yeah, because it's just misinformation, right? So. But when you, like, I think that as a society, when we give so much weight and we monetize, actually, that's the, that's the, yes. the heart of it. When we monetize popularity, yeah. then you, ha- of course, you have, like, even if it is against what you think and what you believe, it's yep. so reactionary, it's so instant. Yeah. That like, you know, this instant, the need for instant gratification and instant, like I want to be seen. Oh, this didn't get this, let me take it down. Let me like, it, all that stuff is yeah. part of the one thing. It's like, I need to get paid, I need to be popular, I need to be seen. Yeah. So I'm going to do, I'm going to say wild thing. And I know, like I hope, I don't know, I hope that that young woman who actually fired out the first first tweet, so <laughs> yeah. to speak, or the first shot. Yeah. Um, I, like, I don't know if she took a moment to reflect because Bill 21 is a very exclusionary bill. Yeah, it's a huge one. So, yeah, it's, it's awful in many ways. And, like, it's a very confused bill anyways to me. I'm like, I don't, I don't understand what it is that you're trying to do. Right. It's, a, it's not an equitable bill. No. Like, you know, he's trying to go for equality. We can see that. My brother and I was actually debating that. And he was like, yeah, it's a, it's a bill trying to pretend like it's, it's going after equality when mm-hmm. it's not because it's creating inequity. Yeah. So if, if that, like, that's a different debate than like rapid testing available at the LCBO. Right, right. Like, like, you know, if people are like, oh, it excludes the entire, like, I'm like, not really. If as a Muslim person, 
I want to go and like go into like this is going to be super unpopular as an opinion, but <laughs> yeah. like there is nothing like you know like we go to restaurants, yeah. right? Yeah. We eat at restaurants. We eat at like all kinds of places that serves alcohol. Like especially right now, like yeah. we are at a time when alcohol consumption is in a high, and businesses need it to survive. So we go to places that do that and there's no like, okay, if you, if you don't go to the LCBO, that's the only way you can have, um, like access. No, yeah. you can, you have access to rapid testing at shoppers drug mart at right. your, like all the pharmacies. Like, so I feel like there are more pharmacies and spaces that have it than our LCBOs. Right. Right. Yeah. And in truth, it's like, again, when we're talking about equitable distribution of things, like I, I would argue like, yeah, that's fine. Have it at the LCBO, but can we also have it like here? That would be the debate. Right. I understand what's at the heart of the move, like why that was done and that decision came about because there's a lot of people who usually go and consume alcohol or who are at the LCBO. Yep. Yep. And we want to have, we want to provide that access. But there are more, like I said, there are more pharmacies and community health centers and other spaces yeah. than there are that meet that need as well. Yeah. Yeah. So conflating those two arguments was like, mm, I see where she was going, but ugh. you almost got caught in the bait, eh? <laughs> so yeah, like I said, you know, nine thirty a.m. I mean, energy is a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> People are like, I was just trying to have coffee. Why are we having a political debate? Like right. I was just trying to ask a question. <laughs> How did we get here? Oh my gosh! I want to shift. I want to shift gears a bit. I want to talk about your. Um, I guess personal relationships and and how you've kind of navigated some of them and so forth. But have you uh, been in love before? And what was that? Of like? course, I'm a whole big woman. So I have. <laughs> I've been in love three and a half times. Three and a half. Like, wait, wait. <laughs> talking about the half. <laughs> Everybody gets caught in the half. Like, why not ask me about the three whole ones? What kind of like deficit based approach is this? Because <laughs> I want to know about the half first. <laughs> <laughs> Who well, got the, the first was like, <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm being facetious. Like, I always say three and a half because, you know, I think that, like, I don't know if I was in love. I was like, I wasn't like in deep like, you know? Because okay. when, and it was like, it was a very brief relationship. So like, it was like, mm, yeah, like that, that, like the, the three and a half is just me being a, a jerk. But yeah, yeah. three times for sure. For sure. So how, how did it end? The, the last one, how did that one end? Or why did it end? Uh, oh, why did it end? The why did it end, I'm not going to tell you. But what I will tell you is this. Okay. It ended um, because it had to. It was an, it was an unsustainable um, relationship. Okay. Uh, for multiple reasons. And, um, and we can have that conversation not yeah. on an air, like on a podcast. Right, right. But was it, like was it toxic? <laughs> right. As I cried. <laughs> <laughs> and you know like eat ice cream and like have like a snotty crust no like um it, it was a very like um unexpected relationship actually okay. like okay. it was very loving and unexpected nice. um and then it ended because it just it was like it couldn't be mm. and that was okay so like I, like like i said for me love is if, if you experienced it and then you have sort of the opportunity to, for time to go by, you get to experience it for the gift that it has given you if you, if you want to understand it that way. Right. 
So like every love that I've experienced, it has given me a different thing, honestly. Like from the, my first love was like my son's father, like I was a teenager and it was fantastic. Like, you know, it, like each of them, what all of these loves had in common was the, the, how well I was treated within the relationship, even at the most inopportune or the most uh, tense time. Yeah. None of them have like till this day treated me badly. Like I was always like my feelings and um, my well-being was always at front of mind. Sorry, even though you've been through it three times, mm. you've, you've experienced it three different ways, three different relationships. I'm curious, would you continue to give love a chance? Like, is this something that you're not closing the door on and, and that you're open How to? How can it? you? Like, love is like, see, that's the, that, like, so the short answer is absolutely not. Like, love is dope. Like, why would I not want to fall in love again? Mm-hmm. But what is different now, especially like with age and time and experience is the sort of, it's like a, like a job interview, right? When you're 16, the way you, like your resume is kind of shitty and like, it makes no sense. It has three things on it. And you're like, mm. hold, on, hold, on, hold, on, hold 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 on, job interview. So wait, you, how do you know when a person is qualified to begin with? <laughs> Can you look at their resume, dude? Like, look at their shit. You're like, Someone give me some rocks. Like, I need to know. Are you out here to stab me and like make me bleed in a corner? Or are you here because you've gone through your journey and like, you know, progress? Oh my gosh. <laughs> it, okay. is, it is. Like, I think that we approach, like, especially as women, we approach like with like uh, angst, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, and I do that too. I'm very guilty of that. Like, I, like my life experience informs my future behavior. Right. But like, Every time you experience something new, that's why I was like, my original thing is in love, you experience difference. And then the, 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 my smart sort of, um, or the way to keep sanity is to take it for the, the things that you learn mm. and like actually see that, like you can leverage those learnings into a healthier relationship for the, right. for the future. So if the, the learning was like, no, I don't want a guy who, like cheats on me all the time. Let's just say, or like a person who, I don't know who like, that, no. whatever the thing is. Like, no, like, it's just, <laughs> listen, we are in a generation that has glorified um, sort of non-monogamy Facts. in a I, real I way. I agree with you on that. Yes. Right, and but the the problem is not being monogamous is not advantageous to like it's counterintuitive for for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, you know, from procreation to like, like from biological reasons. Right. I have my own sort of beliefs on that. And I re- like things that I really hold near and dear about uh, non-monogamy. Mm-hmm. And again, like we can have that discussion another time. Yeah. But like the, the like, if you know, if I come into a relationship, I'm like, oh, I am not. I don't believe in monogamy. Right. Like I'm not a monogamous person. This is not what I desire. Da-da-da. And then you decide like you like you prefer a, like a monogamous, like traditional relationship, but you're like, you're coming to this thing with like the, I'm not a fixer, it's a fixer effort, right? Right, right, <laughs> right. I'm not a fixer effort. Yeah. So then like it becomes like cumbersome. Yeah. Like later you're like, oh, you know, I didn't want this. This is what I actually wanted, but you weren't, you didn't communicate what you wanted and you didn't believe the person when they told you who they right, are. Right, right. So that's not a them thing, that's a you thing. Yeah. 
So that's what I mean about like learning and sort of like being able to apply your learning into your future relationships and letting that learning inform what it is that you actually want. So I don't want like a non-monogamous open relationship. That's not my thing. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work for me. Like whatever the thing is, right? And then then you do that or you're like, I do not want a traditional sort of relationship because that doesn't work for me. So I'm going to say that right out the gate. Yeah. Yeah. And I get accused of that all the time, by the way. Like, you say too much right out the gate. I'm like, because people need to know. Yeah, no, you know what? It's true, though. I agree with that. Because if you don't, that's when they try and hook you later. Be like, well, you never said it before. No. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. Because we live in a digital age, let's bring out the receipts. <laughs> right, I have right. said it in all the <laughs> Let me go get my receipts. I have said it on text. I have said it in <laughs> <laughs> I got screenshots. That's, evaluation. That's, the, that's doing the performance evaluation of the relationship. And you say, let me go, let me go see all the ways that I try to support our performance here. You are getting demoted. <laughs> you know, we didn't have to let you go. Like it's been real. Like I, I enjoyed working with you. This is just not your department. <laughs> complicated and I appreciate that like I appreciate sort of like like that's I was like I like the messiness of it all because we are we are messy even the most put together healed individual of 2022 is still a hot mess yeah because others like the amount of sleep that we had how much food we ate like all that stuff impacts how we um like sort of engage and view the world and like who we are right yeah and, you know, like my brother always says that he's like, mm, people are people, dude. Like, what are you talking about? Like, there's yeah. no, like, there's no correlation. Like X doesn't always equal this, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. so if you understand as like, you take it from the perspective of people are people, which actually like gets me to, he's one of the best people that I enjoy talking to, not only because I think he's so smart and whatever, but he always challenges me because he's like, you're my sister. Where are you going? Right. Right. He doesn't feel compelled to measure my sort of reaction and feelings and all those things after the fact. He would just have a conversation. Sometimes it's great and it's like, you know, it's like all heated. And sometimes it's like, well, we just have to get off the phone now. Like, this sucks. (laughs) We're (laughs) going to start fighting, but I can't be here. So, and then like gives you time to go reflect because again, he's not going anywhere. Right. Yeah. And um, so, like, I'll give you, I'll give you a thing about me. I like knowing that every action that I take isn't an indictment of the relationship, Mm. right? That doesn't just make things go away. So if a relationship, whether a friendship, a romantic relationship, whatever the thing is, if every time I have a dissenting sort of opinion or I have um, whatever, like like I just like slept for two hours, I'm really cranky, I had a shitty day at work, whatever, if it is an like, oh, the relationship is going to end. I'm going to move out. I'm going to, or I'm going to like not be your friend or whatever the thing is. Right. Then it makes it really difficult to trust and start to build something because the thing that you're trying to build is always precarious. Yeah. And that sucks. That sucks for anybody. So like, you know, the advice that I give and the one that I like sort of hold on to is for myself is you cannot like it, everything cannot be an indictment. Like it cannot be like all or nothing. Yeah. Like we can have, we can have fights. We can have these things, but the relationship needs to be stable. Yeah. Like you need to know that the other person is not always leaving. Right. 
Right. And so for somebody like me, who like, who is very much an avoidant person, like I would like, I am that person. I tend to be like, well, I guess this relationship is no more. Right. And then the person calls you a week later. They're like, ah, just cause we didn't talk for a week. Doesn't mean that I disappeared. Like, what are you talking about? Are you a crazy person? <laughs> I'm like, well, what happened? But I, I made some assumptions. <laughs> Based on, based on the unavailable information, right. I filled in with my own assumptions. What do you do? <laughs> so you know, um, like that's that's a that's a really like a really really hard thing for me to remember. Mm. I enjoy communication. I like people who are like clear in in their intentions, who are clear in their be- like and not even clear, who are consistent in behavior. Right. Right. So like I always um, like tell any person who's like oh I'm really interested in you romantically I'm like I am very chatty like I, and I like to text I don't even enjoy necessarily being on the phone with somebody yeah but texting is my shit mm-hmm. and and like when like even and I you know <laughs> my smart girl knows people be busy girl like you're busy as hell like what are you talking about yeah but if the the most egregious thing to me is if you leave me on red, whatever the relationship was, is done. It is never going to look the same again. Like, I, and, like, I don't even care. Like, even if it's, like, I, I left you on red for four hours, and then I got back to you because I had, like, six meetings and whatever, right? Like, right. whatever the thing is, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I do not care. What I expect is a, I mean, things are getting busy right now. I'm going to highlight you later. That's the least that you can do. That's the least you right, can do. Right, right, And then if you say that, you better get back at me later too. <laughs> <laughs> it's, in, it's in the receipts. It's in the receipts. <laughs> oh, so, man. <laughs> but what I'm good at is like, I'll let you know. I'll let you know out the gate. Like, this is who I am. This is how I like to behave. This is, this is something for you. Let me know what works for you. But you best believe you better stay in that box and play that way because I will sort of mold and shift to, to be able to accommodate that. Mm. But then if you're like, like, you know, you have like a certain kind of like, and it's all relationships, you know, like you're really into each other and like yeah. texting all the time and you're doing a thing. And then a year in, you're like, girl, like we just got, like, give me a break. Right, <laughs> right, right. And I'm like, nope. Do you remember June 16th, 2005, <laughs> when we said... <laughs> That we were going to keep it consistent. I need that. Wow. Yeah. Where your consistency at? That's that's like a bit of an OCD, though. No. Oh, <clears throat> the control issues and the need is so real. Like, wow. what are we talking about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so so you're you're brutally honest now. I hope so. No, you 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 are. You can be <laughs> um, a little a little bit more than what people are prepared for. Sometimes, yeah. You know. So, do you think? that's always a good thing or you prefer some white lies in the, in the relationship to keep it healthy? Um, I think that having privacy is important in the relationship. Mm. Meaning that like, you know, parts of you, like I don't need to know every part of you. Right. What I need to know is that the part of you that like, um, you're not, you're giving is something that has no impact. I mean, like, Oh, like, you know, I went to bed at 11 and you were like, instead, you did not go to bed at 11. You ended up binge watching whatever. Right. And then you went to bed at three. Like, that's silly. Yeah. Right. But, um, so I think that like privacy is important in all relationships and like having different lives that I don't know about is important. Mm-hmm. So do I think like lying is not great 
But I think what's good is what's fine by me is um, like having your own thing. Yeah. Like, you know, having your own life, but being honest about that. Like I, I prefer truth tellers. Yeah. Um, I come like from a, like a, like my mom is the ultimate truth teller. Like she has no chill about that either. Yes. That's a fact. Like, <laughs> we, <laughs> right? like you know, we like call, we always say like, she's like a, an espresso shop. My mom is like a truth teller. Yeah. So like it goes straight to the heart. Like, and then she'd be like, but that's the, that's a factual statement. Yeah. My brother's like that. I'm like that. Me lesser of a lesser extent because I also tend to be like Ugh, I feel people's like discomfort mm-hmm. and I want to make that better. So what I tell my friends and the people that I like you know spend time with who really experience the uh, the the truth in some ways, right, good mm-hmm. or bad, is to say like especially within like personal relationships. Like my girlfriends and I, we talk about those things, and my guy friends too, like about like personal relationships. Like oh, this person doing this, and I'm like. I am going to owe you my opinion. It's not a fact. It's my opinion, a yeah. truthful opinion of what I, assessment of what I think is happening and how you should move forward. If you continuously come back to the same shit, I'm going to tell you what you need to hear because you don't need me to be telling you the truth. What you're asking for me, what I assume is, you want to feel good that you're making some shitty ass decision. Right. Cool. I understand that. And that's, that's what I understand it to be because I'm like, if you asked me for truth and I gave you an opinion and then you went on to live your life and kept on doing the same thing again and again, you don't want truth. Right. You don't want to face the fact because the fact sometimes hurt, especially yeah. again in romantic relationships, it just sucks. You know, you're in it. You don't have sort of the privilege of objectivity because you're in it. Wow. Right. Like you're in it. Like you're experiencing that hurt and pain and rejection. And you come here with all of your baggage and your own resume. And then there's somebody like me who's like, mm, that person's a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. They're a piece of shit. They don't care about you. This is what the factual, like, for, I, because I'm objectively not invested in this. Right. I'm okay. Yeah. Like, I have no skin in the game, right? Wow. Like, so I think that that is um, my way to show love, is to tell you, like, I owe you truth the first time. Yeah. yeah. After that, it's just, I will Joel and, like, kind of, like, you know, hey, yeah, you go, this is great. Like, yeah, it's sad. Like, <laughs> And not because I'm trying to be a dick, but because like it sucks to be always told like this person is shitty. Right. And you, this is your person that you love and you have a life with or whatever, right? Yeah. And like, why? Why would I do that? Like, what's there to say that their strategy and their outlook and the way they're behaving and the way they're choosing to do things is wrong? Because there's no book. What's the book? It's it's also taxing on you though, right? Because uh, oh. you're forced to relive this moment all the time with this person. Uh-huh. And it's like. I'm a fixer, right? Like, so like, even when people, like, even with my family, I'm like that. Like, I want to know what the thing is and I want to get to the end. Right. Like, so people, sometimes they just want to vent. Yeah. Like, they just tell you things. So like, now I've started asking, like, are you asking for like an opinion? Like, with my family in particular now, like, do you want me to help fix this thing or is this you venting? So, you know, funny, funny, people, a lot of people have said this in the past and continue to say it. That's a male thing where we try to fix things. So, I mean, you're not a male. So what does that mean? Are there more of you out there? Because that's that's dope. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that we are, like, different the same, right? Like, there's no... Everybody's, like, a different brand of car, but all right. cars are cars. Right, right, right. They got, they got four like, wheels oh, and they move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so are there other Ford mid-sized sedans? Of course. Yes. Of course there are. Yes, okay. We got to look for them. Again... <laughs> 
like the it depends like 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 you know preference Mm -hmm. some people they like this brand of openness and communication and like they you know they like that and they enjoy it and they enjoy sort of being around me in that in that way and for some people it's a lot and they need to like have this aminaness and like this energy and whatever it, whatever form it takes in like small doses. Yeah. Like it's like really like rich dessert for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, you want yeah. food. Like that's it. Like I've had a bite. I'm yeah. good. Like you're just yeah. a lot. Yeah. You're a lot. And that's okay. Like so I'll give you an example. Me, I don't often like I don't really like people who are like me. In in partners, in personal partners or mm. like who think and behave and speak like me, it drives me absolutely nuts. It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. You're a lot. <laughs> I, I, I really like, I, I can. It's bigger. Like, it's just a lot. You know, like, I remember, um, this was a long time ago. Like, a long time ago, I had a, and I know, like, you know, this might be unpopular, too. Like, I know my brother's going to listen to this and be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, so, like, before, like, like, when he was, like, really super, super duper young, um, before, like, way before he met my sister-in-law, he was dating this girl and she was mad basic. And I didn't, I didn't understand why I didn't like her. Like there's yeah. something about her like spirit that I just didn't enjoy. And so one day we're out, we're out with like another friend of mine, one of my best friends. And she's like, so we come home, we're driving home. And I'm like, no, like that chick, like this is she's a lot, right? She goes, she speaks exactly like you. <laughs> like she mimics everything you do. I'm like, oh fuck, that's why I didn't like this. Like, I don't like, it's not that I don't like me. I like me in small doses. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. this. I mean, in small doses. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, oh, because she's like, dude, it was so weird to watch unfold yeah. because, like, I was watching, like, she was, she, like, so she, I think she knew her from, like, like you know, sort of, you were a small community, so, yeah. so she knew. She was like, I've never seen her talk like that. Like, so the more you spoke, and even from your hand gestures to, like, yeah. your face, this girl was mimicking who you were. And I'm like, ugh, no wonder. Like, it's so gross. Like, and I think it's like the, the assumption and it maybe was on her part. Like, she, again, we'll do it young. Like my brother's four years younger. Yeah. Those people are really young. And um, I think that like, maybe she thought, oh, like, oh, like he loves his sister. Obviously, he, like, I'm like, he loves his sister, but he's so diametrically different from his sister for a reason. Right. Like, you know, right, like, right. <laughs> we, we, we love each other, but we don't want to like be with each other. Like, yeah, it's, like yeah. you want some people who are different from us in, in all the ways that matter. Right. Yeah, like yeah. not, not even in the gross incestual way. Like honestly, right. it's just in a, like you, the, the, we want like whole people and we want people not, I can't speak for him, but like me, I want somebody who is like interesting. Yeah. I already know me. So, like, why do I want to hang out with me again? Wow. How, okay, how how important in a relationship is the sex? Like, how important is sex in your relationship compared to the mental simulation? Do you favor one over the other? Well, what, they can't, they don't live, like, they're not, those things aren't mutually exclusive. Like, they are, they go, like, for women, right? Like, you want somebody, like, so when you say how important is sex, sex is, like, it's, it's a death thing. Like you want to, like, it is like you know it's like marriages end because of finances and sex. Like, right. what are we talking about? Right. So, like, so is it important? Of course, it's important. 
is a biological need, See, sir. This is why you're breathing. too much because you, you don't have the filter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but I like I cannot find somebody sexually attractive if they aren't intellectually attractive to me. Mm, that's important. Yeah, like so, like it's not, it's not even about like constant debate and this and that. It's just like you have to like fully formed people, right? Like yeah. if you have to have. Um, your own opinions and beliefs and things like, you know, we have a conversation and we debate and then you come to a conclusion and we teach each other. And like, those things are important. That's why, like, often I don't really date within the sector, right? Like, I don't, like, the sector that I work in, very rare. It's because I'm like, I already know, we speak the same, like, like, but there are nuances, like everybody comes with their own stuff. Yeah. You know, like I tend to love deeply, like, and the people that I love deeply actually most more or less like work in this sector, like the people that I respect and, you know, who matter to me. Yeah. Um, I have like a, uh, have a tendency to be of like service to human. Yeah. And I, I think that that is one of like the greatest sort of qualities a person can have is to be humble enough and understand that like at the end of the day, service to another person matters. Like that is like kindness matters. Yeah. You know, like, so it goes back to like the original thing, like hate and love. I'm like, loving is courage to me. Yeah. Um, you know, being kind is courageous. It's like, it's an intentional act of service. Yeah. So I, I, I like that. So when like, you know, <laughs> when we talk about love languages, like, most people can sort of decipher that real quick with me. It's like, oh, words of affirmation. I'm like, act of service because that's what, like, that's, like, I know I can, I'm not like so like one dimensional, whatever, that you can just put me in a box. Right. But on average, on average, that's what I like. So the sooner a person can sort of learn that and then demonstrate their thing, the easier it is for us to communicate from that space and be together. That's on an intellectual side. And then on a physical side, like you be like anything find you sexually desirable. Yeah. It, like no matter how amazing your brain is and we are like, you know, like connecting and vibrating on a certain level. I'm I still need to find you hot. Like you still need to be attractive. Right, <laughs> right. Exactly. Attractive. Exactly. <laughs> you know, people like I like I find that with a lot of people who say, like, oh, looks don't matter. And like, you know, it's this, what's inside. Nah, like, I'm, it matters. Mm-hmm. It matters. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for your honesty. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to front it. It matters. Though, like you can't, you can't, you can only pretend for so long. When the lights come on, you're going to be like, holy shit, what's this? <laughs> like, <laughs> Wait, did you always look the same? Like, what's going on right now? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're, you're on a dinner date, the person looks this way, and then all of a sudden, a little bit of sweat. And honestly, you look, you're like, wait, who's this person? <laughs> when did the trans- transformation happen? <laughs> the weave is gone. This is gone. Makeup is not like, whoa. <laughs> wait a minute. Right. <laughs> you know what I purchased? What is this? Right. <laughs> right? Like ASAP. ASAP. <laughs> Express that. <laughs> but people, like, I'm telling you, there is... Because it makes you seem like, like you know, sort of shallow and like, and apparently that's not a desirable trait. Like, nah. to, to, and I'm like, mm, that's just a lie. Yeah, no, right? I want to be shallow because I won't drown. I'll be in the shallow end. 
I'm, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just going to just dig my feet in here. I'm like, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm on solid ground over here. I'm sorry. <laughs> Y'all can drown with your nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, that's like it shouldn't be like a make or break. No, like it shouldn't be like I only date like these like people, yeah, and no. then you like constantly make the same mistakes. I'm like, no. maybe you desire depth in a way that this person isn't providing. Yeah. However, looks matter. Yeah. The, like looks and hygiene and like like aesthetics matter. That's, <laughs> Those things that's, matter. No, that's interesting that you mentioned that. Eh, it's a serious thing right now. Hygiene. Oh. Yo, like, what happened? I don't know. Co- COVID happened. Like, <laughs> people just said, I got a reason now to just be. <laughs> I've been living in these sweats for how long? Right. I'm going to go out on a date and ask leisure. And I'm like, what are we doing? Like, I'm uncomfortable in, like, tight-ass jeans. You better get with it. Like, like be uncomfortable. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's so scary right now. Yeah. It is, it's real. Like, it's, but you know what? I'll tell you this, like. Dating in general is a very weird place right now. I keep hearing that. It's very strange. It's like, um, I think that our brains, as we evolve, like it's evolving very fast in a weird way, mm. in, a, uh, in a like instant gratification way. So like, you know, there is no desire to slow down and settle down and have like a family because you constantly have the opportunity for better. Right. Right. So like you're on this weird, like, you know, the airport, like the ground that moves, mm-hmm. <laughs> that yeah. escalator, whatever yeah. that thing yeah. is called, mm-hmm. the conveyor belt. Yes. So you're just on this thing. And then like for women, they're just like, we're kind of standing in the side and then contorting and saying stupid shit. Like, well, you know, he just wants to hang out or like, I'm like, or she wants just to hang out or whatever the thing yeah. is. And I'm like, mm, but you don't want to hang out. Right. Stop hanging out. Right. Stop. Stop. <laughs> like, you're going to get frustrated. Cause again, that's what, like, earlier, that's why I said, I'm like, say what you you need yeah. out the front, like, out the gate. Yeah. Learn from your uh, thing. And then next time you're looking to hire, <laughs> look for those strengths. <laughs> hire for those strengths. I love the employment analogy. Like, it's, it's priceless. <laughs> <laughs> Stop trying to like impress us. No one is impressed. Like I am legitimately not impressed that you're cool. Right. Don't be cool. <laughs> Do not be cool. Yeah. I think that we tend to defer to cool and like, oh, I'm one of those like super cool like women who's like if you're not okay with that, don't be okay with that. Yeah. Don't yeah. be okay with that. And that's okay. And I don't only say this as like a gender or heterosexual woman. I mean like actually like I see this with my like gay friends. I like I see it in all the things. It's I'm everywhere. like, yeah, like it's silly. Yeah. It's silly to me. Like, I'm like, why would I get into a thing knowing full well who I am? Like, let's say I'm the, the kind of person who, like, falls in love, like, immediately. And I need companionship and this. And I desire that. Yeah. But I'm in a situation or a relationship or whatever that isn't ever going to be that. Right? Because this person, again, their values and desires and what they want is different. Yeah. And they have said that from jump. So we get into this thing in the hopes. We hope that they'll change for us. Yeah. And when they don't, we get frustrated and jaded, and then we do the same thing again. Yeah. That's we, silly. We blame them when we had the opportunity to kind of take a different path, you know, to begin with. What? We did. Yeah, like personal <laughs> responsibility and personal choice are a real thing. Yeah. Wow. Now, is there is there anything you consider absolutely unforgivable in a relationship? Lying. Lying? Yeah. 
about like big lies. Okay. Like, like okay. you know, yeah. I think that like no, I shouldn't say big lies. I should say not telling truth. Like right. if you know, um, if I know that Derek is like a very like he likes being punctual, mm-hmm. and I know I'm gonna be late. And I'm like, and I just like, and I, and I show up three hours late to you, like to our date, mm-hmm. and I say some nonsense. That to me is like, I'm like, you know, you are not respecting the fact that I'm an adult who can make adult decisions. Right. Like, tell me what is what. Like, you know your time, you know your schedule, you know your life in a way that I don't. Right. Even if we live together, there's no way I don't. Yeah. Like. My son will tell you, like, the, the biggest punishment that he's ever, like, received in, within our house, like, the, you know, whatever the thing is, it's because he lied. Yeah. Not because he told truth and, like, his, like, you know, when he was a kid, like, his teacher would call and, like, oh, like, he didn't do this or he didn't do that. And, and I'm like, I would ask, I would confirm. And his word matters. Like, his, like, that matters to me, right? Yeah. And every time he told truth, even if what was happening there was chaos, there was no punishment for that so to me when I say lying I don't mean like again what I was saying earlier like I said goodnight at one o'clock but I stayed up till three and that's not lies that's just life but like there are real like tangible truths that are like that you hold dear and those things matter yeah so I think I'm always like I'm an adult allow me to make my adult decisions and I have to remind myself that when I ask for that truth, that then it means that I cannot punish truth. I cannot overreact to truth. I can't hurt truth because the person goes back and says, mm, you don't manage truth well. I'm out. Yeah. So you're going to get all the lies now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's like lying, like truth telling matters. Wow. I like that. Truth telling matters. Now, what do you absolutely love about the person that you are? Wow. I love that I'm kind mm. and I love uh, my ability to um, meet people where they are. Like, I think that I value that in other people and I've had the privilege of having that given to me in many ways. Yeah. So I love that I can and I do. You know, like, some, like you have to be aware of people. And it's, it's interesting. So I find that you have this free spirit, you know, you <laughs> are, you, you are loving like extremely. Um, it's almost like to a, to a fault to a degree, but the good thing about that for you is that you also know when you're given too much and you'll say, yeah, you know what, Mm-mm. this is it. Like, oh no. Like the, the thing I'm committed to in my life and like, you know, even in my relationships, it shows up in all, I am committed to my freedom. Yes. I like, listen, I like, you know, people tend to bind themselves to things, right? Yeah. Like, I don't tend to do that. Like, I, I want to be able to live with my own decision. Like, I want to make the decisions for my life. Yeah. So that's why I always say, like, you know, truth telling matters because I want, like, the other person to be very aware of that. Like, you're here by choice. Yeah. I don't do things when I, like, I don't do things just because, like, society expecting me to like I choose my freedom over everything else I would rather live in like some dingy like an ugly place but it's mine like I don't ask it's not like this hyper independence it's just I like freedom I like freedom to choose I want to give other people that opportunity 
if you are here with me, you're choosing that. Like, you shouldn't have to see, like, you know, there's friends who are like, let's hang out, Derek. And then Derek is like, I'm fucking busy. You know, like yeah. I have kids and a wife and like, whatever. And I'm like, well, you know, you never make time for me. And that I will never say that to people. Like, I yeah. never do. Yeah. It's because I'm like, it's okay. Like, they have, that person has to make this, like, their spirit has to move them in that way. They need to make it, like, free choice. Right. So free choice is something that I really value. I value that very much. And again, like that comes from my mom. <laughs> she, she's, the, yeah. she's like that. Like she's committed to her freedom. Wow. You know, like that's, that's important. Like that is a core value. Like that was one thing that I actually, huh? <laughs> no, I'm saying that was one thing that I admired when I first met you. I was just like, wait a minute. She just does what she wants. I'm like, no, but she's, <laughs> she's the boss of this place. What do you, <laughs> You're not supposed to just do what you want. You got to do what the people want. <laughs> nah, because sometimes the people don't know what they want. Like, that's true. and that's something that I've actually worked on as I like as I get older. Yeah. And I move like, you know, I'm people again who love me and um, who uh, feel like you know like they can challenge us. Like I've been called out on that. Like I mean. Uh, just because you see things six steps ahead doesn't mean we all see the same thing six steps ahead. Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to understand how to sort of guide towards that. Yeah. Like the, the common, like the vision, right? Yeah. And oftentimes, like we always end up doing the thing, like the way I said it was going to be done. Not because I'm like this genius or whatever. It's just, I have like the, the privilege of having lived a life, especially yeah. like, you know, like an experience, a bunch of shit. And I'm like, things tend to really kind of evolve this way, mm-hmm. but all right, like we will do whatever it is that you want. And then we, like two years later, we are in the same place. I'm like, mm, it's okay. Like, that's okay. That's hopefully you like, you took that, like, and you learn a bunch of stuff from that. Yeah. But I, I know like it, where some people like feel paralyzed by decision-making. I, I really don't. And yeah. I'm like, Oh, okay. We want to have, we wanna, oh, I want to have dinner, but I don't know where. And I'm like, let's just go here. Right. <laughs> It's true. Like, you just go right to it. Like, yeah, well, it's food. Let's go over there. Like, it's... <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, it's because there's people who like doing that. Like, they just generally, like, building consensus and yes. this and that. And, like, it's because there is a... You know, sometimes it's subconscious. We don't know. We don't want to take on the responsibility of other person. Like, oh, if this sucks, like, or I'm like, oh, this is not as much fun as I thought or whatever. Right. For some people, that's debilitating. Like, that really hurts them. Yeah. For me, I'm like, well, yeah, like, you didn't ask me for fun. What you asked me for is food. Food. Like, yeah. yeah, So we're eating. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, you didn't, like, you know what I mean? Like, either you lead. I don't mind following because I will not punish you for choosing. I won't be like, oh, this is bullshit. Right. But also, like, I also want to let you know that, like, if I don't like something, I'm not saying. Yeah. I'm, I'm, like, that's it. Like, we're not staying. Like, I, you can stay and have fun. And, like, the number of times that I've left friends um, at a party or a club and just, like, was like, oh, I'm just going to go to the washroom and just get an Uber and go home. Yeah. It is ridiculous. I get called out all the time. Like, (laughs) because you're having such a good time. Like, I don't want to be the, like... You know, especially for women, we feel compelled to be like, oh, we all have to leave. And all yeah. like, I don't know. Like, there's no need for that. Like, I'm done. That doesn't mean you're done. I mean, I'm done. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like, I'm okay. I don't, I don't have, like, I don't experience FOMO and all this other shit people talk about. So I'm like, I mean, an adult decision. Yeah. Freedom to choose is important. <laughs> I mean, an adult decision. I live with the adult consequences of that decision. So... I, I love that. That's you're giving me so many, so many gems right now that it's. it's we gotta write no, a book. Your like, audience is gonna hear this and be like, "That lady's so weird." 
Nah, this is dope. Like, so, so we're in a, in a segment of the show called Thinking Out Loud, right? Oh, shit. Oh. So I'm going to ask you the most random question. Okay. I have nothing to do with our conversation. <laughs> Fair. That's and, <laughs> and you got to come up with your answer literally on the fly. And uh, you're going to choose one of the options I'm going to give you. And we're, okay. we're going to kind of bounce it back and forth. All right? Fair. Okay. Thinking out loud. Here it goes. Would you rather clog the toilet on the first date at their place, the person that you're dating, or the office's one toilet on the first day on the job? Oh. <laughs> Between those two, probably like first date. <laughs> I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. So like first date, because I'm like, I can make a decision never to come back here again. Or... <laughs> This person can just love me at my worst. <laughs> but like an office that I have to see these people tomorrow morning? Come on, that's my bag. Like, we're not interrupting that. <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> I can go get another guy, but like, if I like the job, I'm not going to go into the, the market again. <laughs> I knew I was going to have a great response <laughs> I thought of this one. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's a good one, D. Like, that's so good. I love that one. Oh, okay, okay. I, I see where this is going now. Now I'm going to be, like, ready. Like, dig deep into those, cor- like, dark corners we spoke about earlier. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, all right. No, that was it. It's only one. It's only one. Ooh. There's only one, but I love that one. That was good. But wait, like, what would you rather do? Now I want to know about you. Like, how are you going to just put me on the spot and not, like, like just you got to respond? Me, would you rather? I, I, I think I think I'd probably clog the the first date. Yeah, right? Yeah, I think I'd clog the first date. Yeah, because... Because yeah, I feel the, like, I'm like, I can, like, just close the door gently and just put on shoes and be like, I really, I cannot, I feel claustrophobic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then dip. <laughs> I feel very unsafe all of a sudden. I do not feel safe in this house. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's the easiest one because, yeah, you got to look at your coworkers and they'd be like, ooh, you're the one. Like, don't go in after Derek. Like, don't don't like, follow the potential him. It's for a going hard act. viral yeah. is so much greater in the one place. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. dangers of going viral right? is like, it's real. Like, somebody will come in and take a video and all of a sudden you're on World Star Hip Hop. I didn't even know that. You're like, how did I make it to Six Buzz? I didn't, I didn't have Yep. <laughs> oh, thank you for that one. Thank, thank you. Absolutely, my pleasure. Oh, this is good though. <laughs> I usually throw that in there just to break the this how you know sometimes the conversation can be really intense uh, and really yeah. serious. So I shake it up with with the, with the thinking out loud segment. I so, love that. Yeah, this is yeah. so good. Derek, you're out here like teaching me some things. <laughs> How to clog toilets? <laughs> hey, hey, listen. Those are real life things. <laughs> those are really <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. That's so good to know, though. Like, you know, like, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a good one. <laughs> now, what would you, what would you see? Like, if, what would the options be if you 
if you had the opportunity to right-click people like you would on a computer and you right-click me, what would my options be that show up? So, so that again? Imagine that you're able to right-click on a person, right? The same way you're, you right-click on a document in, in your, on your computer and it shows you. Oh, like cut and paste and like do that. Yeah, like, I'm not yeah. Because I'm not going to fucking right-click it. It's like, what are you asking right now? Are you being nerd? Like, are we nerding right now? You have to give me a We're like, nerding. We have arrived at the nerdy section. <laughs> This is the nerd segment of our <laughs> Okay. What options so, would show up if you right click me? Oh, wow. Dude, you're supposed to tell this, like, oh, man. Okay. Friend. Um, like, it would be, like, do you mean, like, okay. No, I need you to can make questions. up anything. Like, whatever you oh, right click. I know. So, it's friend, mm-hmm. resourceful, loving. Um, creative, generous, kind. Like you mean a lot to me. Like just like, honest, and this is not me. Like you know, whatever. But it's it's a factual thing. Like you and I have been friends since the day that we met. Yeah. And as wild and as like crazy as I can be, like you've always been, you've always showed up like who you are in all those spaces. Like you've never changed. It wasn't like. This is Derek Light, or yeah, 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 yeah. Derek 2.0. Like it wasn't like that. It's always been the same. Like, it's always with the same level of love and generosity, and um, and mutual respect. You know, like yeah. we see, we get each other. Man. And so, oh, and um, laugh a lot. Thank you, thank you. you that, it, it's I appreciate that. That means a lot to me. Coming from you, mind you, I knew it already, but. It's, oh, it's, it's, like even, out here. It's, it's even better knowing that, you know, the rest of the people can, can, can hear it. Right. No, always like, That's awesome. you know, like, like, but the thing that I really admire, like if it was like right click to admiration, like it was the thing that I admire is your ability to be resourceful. Like with all of the challenges that we've had in life, right. We've discussed those and like, you know, we've had interesting childhoods and whatever. Yeah. You have learned you're resourceful and you're like not resentful in being resourceful, just resourceful. And, you know, that is like a quality that I don't see in very many people. Like you just, yeah, like I can put you, I feel like I can put you, I'd be like, Derek, we're in Vietnam. We don't know where to go. Like we just landed. You're like, say less. (laughs) <laughs> and then all of a sudden I'm like living lavishly I'm like honey I just know how to do this <laughs> I didn't even know you had people in like South Central freaking Vietnam <laughs> but yeah so like you know there are people who like in life if you get lost with them you feel like yeah. they are they, they don't manage like their stress well but you're like super resourceful and like resilient so I admire those qualities, you know? Awesome. I appreciate I that. I appreciate you. It means a lot coming from you. What do you wish? Is there one thing that you wish people would stop asking you when they see you or, you know, meet you for the first time or even someone that you've known for a long time? Uh, okay, so within a romantic context, I think that um, there's two things I don't know if men know that is like, for me, it's like a, uh, um, it, two, the, the two things are, one is, so hang on a sec, let me rephrase. Friendships and all that stuff, I don't think there's very much that people ask me, and I'm like, oh, this is weird. But within um, like romantic context, people always ask, oh, why are you still single? I'm like, mm. stick around, pull a chair, like you'll see, <laughs> you'll get there, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
relax. It, like, and like, it takes a certain level of intentional and like, it's rigorous. Like you have to make a decision, Yeah. you know, like there are parts of me that I'm like, um, I just know they're not going to be like, it's not for the faint of heart. Right. That's one. And then the second one is when a man says, and I, like, you know, I did this like in like a sort of person survey with a couple of girlfriends. Mm-hmm. When a man says like, I'm not going to hurt you. Brace yourself because you're about to get a world of hurt immediately behind that. Soon. Just wait. Not like, it's like it, it happens in a couple of weeks. But like, it's not like an intentional, like I'm coming to stab you. Like I'm not going to throw you under the bus or call you ugly or whatever. Right. It's, it'll come in the forms of like, you know, like all of a sudden we don't talk as much right. or like, you know, like there is a withdrawal and a mm-hmm. shift in the relationship. Right. But I, the consistent, I, I don't want to, like, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to hurt you. And I'm like, you can't commit to that because yeah. you don't know who I am. I mean, you just met me five minutes ago in the grand scale of things. And there's things that like people aren't hurt. Like regular people, it doesn't hurt them. It hurts me. Right. Like being, like I said, being left on red is literally like a stab to the heart. Mm. It's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, now, it's a thing for you, right? <laughs> it, it really is. It's annoying and it's like, it's disrespectful to me, right? And yeah. it, it hurts my feeling. And that's the um, the reality of certain things that like, so when people say like, I'm not going to hurt you, it's too general for me, right? Yeah. Like, I'm like, you're not going to hurt me how? Right. Like, you're not going to punch me? Yeah, for sure. Right. Because that's just assault. Like then we are talking some other shit. <laughs> but if it is like, I'm not going to hurt your feeling, you probably will. Like yeah. <laughs> a lot. yeah. What's, what's one of your biggest uh, lessons that life has taught you? Uh, love changes and things aren't consistent. Like consistency is not a thing. Mm. And uh, people will do what serves them. Yes. More times than they think that they do versus what serves you. Right. So like, you know, there's people who are like, oh, this person's a hater and da 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 da. And I'm like, mm, No. They chose themselves. Like, they chose them. Yeah. They didn't choose, like, they had a choice to make between you you and them. Mm-hmm. They put on their, like, their plane was crashing. They put on their mask first. Like, that's life. Right. Life tells them, put your mask on. <laughs> 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 you so, like, after, like what, that has been a lesson that I've seen and learned and experienced time and again. Is when I expected a person to, like, look at me and, like, put my mask on. Because, I like, let's say, like, my arms were paralyzed at the time. They did it. They put on their mask. And then if they had time, like they looked and they put mine on. You know what I mean? Right, right. People be peopling. So it's okay. <laughs> there's a, there's a, a line. Like, so I love, 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 love comedy. Like the more inappropriate the humor, the more I enjoy. Right. And um, like, you know, things that are super dark. Uh, like I find humor in that. And I think that the reason I love comedians so much is because they're able to turn darkness into light yes and that's something again that i admire like to be able to turn your own pain outwards and like be vulnerable like just have your heart out in the streets like this and like you know yeah so uh there is a like i don't know if you watched the the last Chappelle. um oh yeah uh, oh yeah yeah so you know when he says like no we're like we're just people having a like a human experience yeah i'm just like i'm having a human experience i'm a person having a human experience right and I think that, like, that was such a, a like, a thoughtful thing to say. Yeah. Not because I think that she said it. I think that um, 
uh, like, so there's a woman who said that, but I think that that was such a real thing. Like we are, just, people are just people. Yeah. And so like sort of putting the, ex- like your own, if we're imposing your own expectations onto people will lead to heartbreak every time, yeah. no matter who the person is. Your child, your brother, your sister, your mom, your dad, like whoever the person is. People will do shit that you just did like that cut you because you weren't expecting it. And that is something like my, I don't really enjoy, like I like to be prepared for sort of all the eventualities that impact me negatively. And because of that, like I had to teach myself to understand that people are just people and like anything is possible from people. Something that's a bit shocking, but like you should be able to recover. Yeah. Feel it, recover, and be okay. That like you know, it's not about you. Sometimes it's just that's it. Yeah. People be peopling. I think I think it's interesting. I, I like that line. People will be peopling because I usually say to people, don't have expectations for somebody else. That's literally something that you're projecting onto them, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you gotta, you gotta be honest and say, well, that person is who they are. The same way you look at a snake and you say, okay, that's a snake. You're not gonna say a snake <laughs> is a rabbit. Like you're not gonna do that, right? right. <laughs> a snake will be a snake. So if that's the case, then to your point, people will be peopling. So recognize that this individual is who they are before they met you, yep. and don't have all these superficial expectations that oh, they should be doing this and they should be doing that because we have a relationship or a friendship. Right. Right. They and they would, love me. They shouldn't do that because they love me. And I'm right. like, what? No, no. Right. And so, and that's the thing. People always miss that. And I always tell them the minute you have expectations of someone to behave a certain way that you think they should be doing, right. the only person that's, that's going to be, you know, disappointed in that situation is always going to be you. Totally. Right. Then we, we turn around and we blame that person or try to guilt them. But again, you said it earlier that's a you problem. Like, and I always yeah. say that to people. People hate it when I tell them that. Like, no, that sounds like uh, it's a you problem. You know, that means you need to deal with that shit, not me. You know, I learned this um, from another friend of mine. She, she used it a lot over the summer, right? Like, she'd be like, so, you know, we're, I think we were traveling at the time. And she's like, you know, personal choice. Personal choice matters. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, man, personal choice is a thing. Like, true. It's okay. Like, but it, like I said, there are people who feel like that, like making a decision to, for yourself is an indictment on the state of their relationship. Yeah. When in fact it's not. Like it's just choosing. Yeah. And that's okay. Absolutely. Personal freedom is important. Like you <laughs> make a decision. It's good. Good, bad. It's yours. Own it. Live in it. That's it. That's it. Be, yeah. Be Okay. So, but I think that, wait, 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 before you go on, so if you ever want to do, like, something like this again, I would like to do, like, like you know, not me, but, like, in general, it'd be great if it was, like, around comedy. <laughs> I feel like there is so much, like, I learned a lot from comedians, and, you know, and I'm, like, sometimes I'll be at a, at a, at a function, and I'll make the most inappropriate jokes, and I'm, like, to me, it's hilarious. Yeah. But people just, like, the number of people that I've had stunned they're like, I like this is not something that you say out loud. I'm like, this is what I think. What do you mean? Just, it's, just, it's just meant to be funny. Like it's not meant to, like yeah. it's not a real thing. Yeah. So like you know, there is all the stuff that's like all the controversy around Dave Chappelle, and I'm always like, he's not your messiah. Like he's not teaching. Like what are you talking about? Yeah. He drank his own Kool Aid. Like as a comedian, like I yeah. feel like. He's lost a step too. Mm-hmm. And Michael Che actually is quickly filling that, that, that gap. Mm-hmm. I saw his special, his special was dope. So 
I was like, I really, I recommend Michael Che. Um, yeah, Michael Che has a currently has a, a Netflix special, like a new one. Okay. Recommend, recommend, like thumbs up. Highly recommend. Nice. How do you spell Che? C H E. Okay, that's what I got. Okay, perfect. I'll check him out. Sorry, that was just. Edit that out if you need. No, no, no that's cool. No, oh, that's cool. I'll keep it. Why not? Um, <laughs> what are you? What are you most grateful about? Like, what are you most grateful for? I should say. Ooh, a lot of things. That's a like a pretty substantial list. I'm grateful for my family and friends. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful for uh, my health and well-being, in especially during this time. Awesome. I'm grateful for my mental aptitude and yes. grateful for having uh, the ability and opportunity to earn a living that like do a job that allows me to be of service. Yeah. And I'm grateful for like looking so dope. Like what are we talking about? <laughs> 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 I'm grateful for my vanity. That's what I'm grateful for. <laughs> no, but, like in, in truth, so those are like the actual, the, the first four are, yeah. are big for me. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Now we're coming to the end. I just have two questions for you. How do you want to be remembered? Like when I die? When it's all said and done, how do you want to be remembered? What's 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 Emina's legacy? Um, she was a kind person who made me feel seen. Is what I would like people to remember me. Just she was kind to me, you know. I like that. It's 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 simple, but it's so powerful too because. That's all we want in this world, right? Like we're living this life and that's all we want is another person to be kind to us when we need it, you know? You're so, kind to me when I needed it. But yeah. That's it. Now, before we wrap things up, can you leave our listeners with a statement or anything to guide them on their journey? Well, I don't, I don't have wisdom like that, right? <laughs> I'm not a wise person. <laughs> well, you, you just gave him a whole bunch for the last hour and change. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, like I, I don't, I don't think of myself as like, oh, I'm like, I like this wise. Like I, I'm just living a life, and I'm, you know, I'm having the human experience. That's it. That's it. <laughs> but like, um, like, what do you mean, like advice? Anything, anything that you've learned that you thought you think is 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 important that somebody else could benefit from, right? It could be, mm-hmm. um, just like you just said, you want to be remembered as being kind. That could be your statement to say that I just want people to be kind to other people. You know, um, anything. Okay. Could be anything that comes to mind. Be courageous, even when it's uncomfortable. Yes. Yes. Be courageous because, like, you know, like, if it's really, like, if you're in a difficult position and, like, a person deserves grace, show courage in, like, choosing that grace. Um, if you see that, like, you know, you're in a room full of people who aren't speaking or able to speak for themselves for whatever reason, demonstrate courage and uh, lead by example in that space, right? Be a voice. Awesome. Like, I think that oftentimes, um, like being a person who's racialized as black and being a woman in that space, oftentimes we don't feel seen, that we don't feel like we can say the things that are the way they are. Right. And courage comes at a cost just like being loving, being kind comes at a cost, right? Like it comes at a personal cost, like you get your feelings hurt a lot. Yeah. Or like when you're courageous, uh, not outspoken like a bitchy way, like cause I've seen that too. Like some people like misconstrue courage as like doing the most. Yeah. 
and you don't need to, yeah. right? Like I'm not one of the people who's like, for, I'll give you an example. Like there are a lot of people who are, who lean into like, you're a racist. This is why. And, and I'm like, mm, sometimes people aren't just that. Like they're, whatever they're feeling and they're thinking or the way they're behaving is subconscious. It's not like consciously like to hurt you. Right. So like, you know, in, in being courageous, like also be graceful and understanding that like not everybody has lived this, the same way as you, but be courageous. Nevertheless. Man, thank you so much for this. Um, I hope we can do this again, Derek. Like this is fun. Thank you so much. <laughs> it was fun. It was, I told you it was going to be fun. <laughs> it really was. I didn't think I was getting good as much as I did. I was like, oh, what am I like? And, and and so funny, funny enough, um, I was hoping this would happen, that you'd have this reaction and <laughs> <laughs> so that I could actually get you back because there's so much more I want to talk to you about, obviously, because we have a wealth of things that we can talk about. But I really want to thank you for blessing the show with your presence and obviously your laughter, your energy. And I think anybody that listens to this episode is going to feel that because it does transcend through. Um, all mediums, but you are just that person. And so, so kind. you know, I want to thank, take a moment to just thank the listeners for tuning in every week and supporting the show. Leave the comments if you do have the app, Podbean. You know, make sure you download the episodes. Don't just stream it because it does help with the algorithms and everything else uh, to let other people get to hear it. Uh, when you do get the episode, please do share it with family and friends uh, that whom you think would also benefit from Without further ado, I want to thank my guests again, Amina, for, you know, being on the show and sharing all your experiences and who you are with everyone that tuned in. And uh, until next episode, love, peace, and happiness. Thank you.